When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. PFF NFL Daily. Today, it's time to look ahead just a little bit, Sam, to free agency because we do this around this time of year. Every year we start to say, hey, look, some teams are out of it. Some teams are, you know, they understand where their pain points are. Let's look to the draft and let's look to free agency. So I want to look ahead to the top free agents. Who's going to be available? Our guy Brad Spielberger has his top 25 over at PFF.com headlined by Lamar Jackson, who's technically going to be a free agent. Will be some drama there if he doesn't get locked up by the Baltimore Ravens. So let's get into some free agent discussion, Sam, and what stands out to you so far in uh, in Brad's early top 25. Yeah, it's always tough projecting these things at this point because you know that a bunch of these guys that are technically scheduled to hit free agency are not in any way, shape, or form going to hit the open market, even if Baltimore can't for some reason tie Lamar Jackson down to, to that long-term extension that they want, he'll be franchise tagged. You know, they're, they're not going to let him leave in this offseason. I think the exact same thing is true for Geno Smith as well. Weird as that is to say, you know, now, as or we wouldn't have thought you'd be saying that at this point, given where we were heading into the season with Geno Smith and the Seahawks. But with the season he's having right now, you've got to assume they're keeping him around, whether they can get him locked up to a long-term deal or whether they franchise tag him as well. The first one that actually I think has a real shot of being a free agent is 46-year-old at this point, Tom Brady. And that, I think, becomes a fascinating uh, dynamic. Is Brady done? Is he going to walk away like, like he did last year? Or is what's happened this season between the way it's going, between what's happened in his personal life, et cetera, et cetera, does that all mean it's actually more likely that Tom Brady's going to come back next year than it was him coming back this year? Yeah, I mean, I think the Gino and Brady discussions are going to be good ones. Talking about Brady first, though, he always talked about he'll know when it's time to walk away, right? And he's made state many different statements through the years, but he at one point said he'll play till he's 50. Other times he said he'll know when it's time to walk away, when he's done playing. And the stats aren't as good this year. The PFF grade's not as good this year. But physically, he's still there. It's, it's, it's a lot like the 2019 season where you know, he, his performance wasn't as good. But more importantly, everything around him wasn't as good. And the very next year, you put him in a better situation and they're, they're winning Super Bowls. And he's the most valuable quarterback in the league for two straight years. There's probably something in Brady's mind that says, it's not me. It's not me this year. That's not where I'm not the reason it's it's my coaches. It's the it's my it's my teammates. It's not I could see Brady justifying at least one more year. And, you know, who knows where that could be Vegas with Josh McDaniels. But I think that's going to create some serious drama there. The Seahawks decision, too, by the way, uh, talk Brady a, a second if you want. But Seahawks decision between Geno and a top 10 pick is also going to be like fascinating this offseason. Yeah, I mean, with the Brady thing, I just think it would be crazy at this point not to believe that he can still be a really high-level player if the situation is, is around him is good. Now, maybe you can look at it in the same light as 
you know, late career Phillip Rivers or Matt Ryan or some of these other quarterbacks that reach the end and they can still perform at a pretty high level as long as everything around them is great. And it's when it starts to deteriorate that they're not able to be the guys that they were before. So maybe Brady now at 45 and then 46 next year, maybe he can't do what he did in his 20s and his 30s and um, kind of offset a bad situation. Because there were times, you know, with the Patriots roster around him, certainly on offense, wasn't amazing. But Brady was still able to win those games and get it done. You know, who knows if the difference there is because Brady's now in his mid-40s or if the difference is like Byron Leftwich is calling plays as opposed to the coaching situation with the Patriots when it was Belichick and it was Josh McDaniels. And, you know, the, the guys around Brady from a coaching standpoint were phenomenal as well. So whatever the difference is, um, it's not the same, I think, as it was earlier in his career. But you only have to go back to last year to see that when everything is good, Brady is still capable of playing about as well as any quarterback in the NFL. And I don't see any evidence this season to say that that just evaporated and disappeared in a puff of smoke. It's the things around him that got worse. And so Brady is playing worse. I want to circle back to the Geno Smith discussion in a second, but first DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL is my go-to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check it out right now. Everyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. You just go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place the same game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, point totals, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code PFF to place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code PFF. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. The reason why the Geno Smith discussion is so fascinating is if the if the season ended right now, Sam, Seattle's got the number four overall pick, thanks to the Denver Broncos. So I don't know how strong people are going to think this quarterback class is, the Bryce Youngs and CJ Strouds and Will Levises of the world. But the Seahawks, if you said coming into this year, hey, they're going to pick fourth overall, you'd say, hey, all right, there's your shot to get the quarterback of the future. Right. But is Geno Smith actually the quarterback of the future? Because you probably don't have to pay him $40 million a year. Like you said, you could franchise tag him and maybe get him on a cheaper Ryan Tannehill-ish type of long-term deal, and that might be the right play for the Seahawks. Yeah, I, I think given the season he's having, I, I, it feels very difficult to be able to walk away from that, even yeah. if you've got a top-five pick, you know, and you can you can maybe have the pick of the quarterbacks or, or a guy you love is available. Maybe they end up doing both, and they draft the quarterback, and that becomes a succession plan to Geno Smith in a couple of years' time. Like, the other element to this is... I don't know that anybody has any idea of scale now when it comes to when a quarterback is supposed to age, you know, because we're talking about Tom Brady playing next year and, and potentially being a high end quarterback, a, a pro bowl caliber quarterback at 46. On the other hand, Russell Wilson is 34 and looks toast. Like what is, when is a quarterback supposed to be done? It doesn't change depending on the style of the quarterback, like if it's a mobile athletic quarterback that relies on his legs a little bit more, is that more likely to disappear early 30s than it is for guys to keep going? Like Aaron Rodgers has always relied on his mobility to quite a large degree, and he's, what, approaching 40? How old is Rodgers? He's, he's still 39. Going, my point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So he's still up and, and running. Um, but my point being, Geno Smith is now 32. Like he's languished on the bench for so long that he's no longer – this sort of young, you know, in his prime quarterback in his or in his late 20s or whatever. We're now 32 years old. That's two years behind 
Russell Wilson. Um, I just, I don't know how, you know, long you could expect this Geno Smith to go thing to go, even if you're hundred percent confident in him, like this, not being a flash in the pan, this is who he is going forward. He is this level of quarterback. I don't know how um, long you can expect that to happen simply through like aging and the point where quarterbacks do start to tail off athletically. So when we talk about the free agent class, those guys are the headliners, right? Lamar Jackson, if he ever makes it, Geno Smith, Tom Brady, it's always the quarterbacks. Now, after that, it's it's a little uneven, man. Like, I, there's not a whole lot of huge names. Uh, you know, number four on Brad's list is Javon Hargrave from the Philadelphia Eagles, a very good interior pass rusher. Elton Jenkins, a, a versatile offensive lineman from the Green Bay Packers, safety like Jesse Bates, and a cornerback like Jamel Dean. These are good players. They're, they're, they're good, solid players. But this doesn't have the star power at, in free agency like we've seen previously. The other interesting thing is when it comes to name value, the running back class looks stacked. Yeah. Our friend Field Yates tweeted out the other day when you have Josh Jacobs and Saquon Barkley, Miles Sanders, Tony Pollard, David Montgomery, Kareem Hunt, Jamal Williams, Damian Harris, Jeff Wilson, and more all hitting free agency. Those are big names, but we also know that's not the place where you want to invest. But I think there's going to be a lot of fun conversations this offseason about the run games making a comeback. Comeback, we might invest in these running backs. The running back market is going to be fascinating because it is stacked. I mean, that's a group of the best running backs in the NFL uh, across the board. Um, you're missing, you know, a couple of the top guys like Nick Chubb and, and Derrick Henry and whatever. But that's a large chunk of the best running backs in the league this season. But as you say, one, there's been this long sort of run of you don't really want to invest in that position a ton. Number two, they're all available at the same time. So does that, you know, supply and demand, the demand or the supply rather of all these running backs has to affect the the monetary return that you want to invest in any one of them. Um, so it's going to be just this weird dynamic of a, a, just a glut of incredibly talented running backs hitting the market at the same time at a, at a position where recent, you know, data says you probably don't want to invest a ton in them. And it, 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 singling out that group, I feel particularly bummed for Tony Pollard because that guy has been buried behind Zeke Elliott for his entire career, despite outperforming him every step of the way, finally gets an opportunity this season to kind of assume that number one role and show that he can still do that stuff. And he isn't just a product of being used sparingly and, you know, getting a small opportunity. And then he's going to hit free agency at a time where he's going up against Saquon Barkley and Josh Jacobs and a whole bunch of other running backs. I don't know what kind of contract that guy's going to get. Yeah, so plus you have B. John Robinson, probably the best running back prospect to come out of college in years. So we'll have plenty of good running back discourse this offseason, Sam, when it comes to their value. Um, one other thing to highlight, uh, we've seen many teams just absolutely depleted at the tackle position this season. Guys like Mike McGlinchey, Orlando Brown, Jack Conklin, all good, solid starting tackles are going to hit the market this offseason, potentially, if they don't get franchise tagged. So could be a big market because, again, the recency bias of you just don't want to have a bad tackle and we could see teams maybe overpaying there. So I think the I think it's early. We just wanted to get a first look at the free agent class. It looks solid. I don't know if the star power is there. The running backs will be interesting. I also think it'll be a big year for teams who are looking for stars to hit the trade market again. We saw Tyreek Hill and A.J. Brown, Devontae Adams, those guys traded last year. So as always, it's going to be a fun offseason. Stick with us here. PFF. In the front.